0: You're listening to The Black Male Therapist on Anchor Radio. Welcome, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Art Harris, licensed therapist and school psychologist, bringing you The Black Male Therapist podcast. I'm excited about this show. We had some great feedback from last week's show. I can't wait to share a little bit of it with you, but also, I'm excited about this show in particular. Today, we're looking at 9-11. 18 years later, how has America changed? Are we better, are we worse, are we still healing? What do we need to do to move forward? Let's look at sports, something light. We'll talk about the NFL, we'll talk about the NBA, we'll talk about the U.S. men's basketball team. What happened? I don't know, but we'll dive into it later. In our final segment of the day, we'll look at special education, which includes learning disabilities and other disabilities that require people to get special help primarily in school. A lot of us out here are living with people or working with people who have different challenges and needs. And it's good to get some basic understanding of how to go about understanding and working with people with disabilities. Looking back at 9 11, also referred to as the September 11 attacks, these were a series of four coordinated terrorist attacks by the Islamic terrorist group Al Qaeda against the United States on the morning of Tuesday, September eleventh, two 2001. The attacks killed 2,977 people, now counting the 19 hijackers who also died, injured over 6,000 others, and caused at least Ten billion dollars in infrastructure and property damage additional people have died of 9-11 related cancer and respiratory diseases in the months and years following the attacks so for me when i think of 9-11 i go back 18 years ago i was actually in the united states navy i was 20 years old in the navy serving in san diego I wasn't in a boat at that time. I was actually on shore duty. And for me, that day is still vivid in my mind. The night before isn't as vivid because the night before, we had the time of our life down in Tijuana. We were in San Diego, and so we were still underage, so we go down to Mexico to have some fun. And so it was crazy because Monday night, we went out and we had a ball And that morning, I remember getting to the office early, early. I actually took the train in that day and got to the office and changed to my uniform, started making coffee to help fight this hangover that I had. And I stepped out of the office, came back in and my shipmate, she was in the, um, in the lobby area looking at the TV, crying, crying, just bawling. And for some people, this might not seem weird, but to me, this was a strong, tonguing woman. She was a princess that was a warrior, and she was rough. She was really tough, beautiful, but rough. And she was just bawling, crying, talking about, I can't believe what they did. And as I looked to see what happened for myself... All you could see is a plane crashing, causing all that damage. And my heart dropped. At that moment, I knew everything was going to change. Later that day, I remember getting phone calls from my mother and sister because they realized we were at war. And they were right. So about a year later, I was deployed. We were on an aircraft carrier, the Harry Truman, and we, we went to war. It was the War on Terror. And it was Iraqi enduring freedom that just happened. Um, And that's a whole nother story, maybe a whole nother podcast about why we ended up in Iraq. But um, referring back to 9-11, how has America changed since then? There's still domestic terrorism. There's still attacks on the people causing endless amount of bloodshed and grief the craziest thing is that these attacks now are carried off by citizens attacking and killing primarily other citizens or people who live in the country. We haven't been attacked by people from outside of the country since then. Our biggest threat to us are ourselves. And so I think one of the biggest things that carried over since 9-11 it's, it just took hate to a whole nother level. These people who are fighting these race wars have an excuse now. Well, they had an excuse since 9-11, they think, to go after those who look different from them. And this isn't nothing new to America. It started with the annihilation or the genocide of the natives who lived here first. So, this place has a history of just gruesome acts of violence. And 9 11 is one of those things that fits right in with a country with a history of wiping out the Native Americans, a history of people who have done all types of atrocities to the African people, a history of violence and pushing out the Mexican people. So, 9 11 actually fits right in. Right in with the history of America. And how do we change that? One good way to make a change is by making sure you're treating the next man just like you want to be treated. Hopefully you don't want to be treated like crap. And you have some love and decency for yourself. And you can treat your neighbors like that or even better than yourself. You don't even have to know these people. But you want to create a place of safety and harmony around you and that concludes our segment on 9-11 18 years later where were you when it went down why don't you call in leave a message on the anchor app you could leave a voice message i would love to play it on air in fact later in the show we'll hear some feedback from my last show and until then one person at a time treat others how you want to be treated it's the golden rule and maybe we can make the place really better. You're listening to The Black Male Therapist on Anchor Radio.
1: This was an excellent, excellent, excellent podcast. I really enjoyed it. I liked the um, the live from the car portion. It was super real. It was super like down to earth, but you made a lot of good points about vicarious trauma and how to, you know, take care of yourself and make sure that you respond differently. I also like the segment about, um, Antonio Brown. I thought it was like funny how real you were being, um, even though you're a Raiders fan, how you're like super disappointed in the organization right now. And I also liked the Erickson, um, chart that you shared, with the different stages of development for children, I found that really helpful um, being a therapist. So this is really, really a great episode. Um, You did a wonderful job, Mr. Harris.
0: Yo, welcome back to the show, Black Male Therapist with your host, Art Harris, on this lovely afternoon. Today, we're going to go into the sports report, but first, I wanna give a shout out to my wife, Narissa Harris, who gave that great feedback from the Walk of Day on my Culture Podcast on my show from last week. We wanna thank you for that info. We wanna keep going. Also, if you wanna follow me on social media, I'm at Therapist on Instagram. Now, let's get into this. NFL week two. Last week was awesome. I thought it was messed up the way it started with Antonio Brown and the Raiders, but my guys pulled it off. Great win against the Broncos on Monday Night Football. Now, going into week two, I'm looking forward to the matchup between the Rams and the Saints. That was a rematch. From last year's NFC Championship game, I look forward to some action. Last year, a crucial no-call on pass interference led to some changes this year. So now we get 30 extra minutes on the game because it's another thing that they can challenge. But it's worth it because we got to get these calls right.
2: Changing gears and changing sports, let's look at what's happening in basketball. you got the U.S. men's team that... Is playing in the World Basketball Tournament, and they've been struggling out the gate. In the exhibition game this year, they lost to Australia, which, yeah, they do have some NBA players, but this U.S. men's team is full of NBA players. But they lost in the exhibition game, and then this week, they lost in the tournament. They lost to France, which has center Rudy Gobert, who plays for the Utah Jazz. And he just had their way with them, and it wasn't just Rudy Gobert. The whole team went at the US Men's team, and they dominated them and won. We also see that the other teams around the world now have NBA level talent, and they're not backing down from the US Men's team. The team lost to Serbia in the losers bracket, and it shows that the other countries around the world are catch are catching up. So. We can't just go out there with our non-NBA all-stars, our non-NBA superstars, and expect to dominate these other countries like years in the past. Earlier this summer, C.J. McCollum, player for the Portland Trailblazers, talked about how many NBA superstars, they don't want to play for the team this year because they don't want to be on that team that loses. And guess what? He was right. This team lost, and... It's true that these are some good players on the team, but they're not the cream of the crop. They're not really those elite NBA all-stars. Yeah, Kimba Walker and Chris Middleton, they are all-stars. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and some of the other players on the team are very talented, but this isn't the Steph Currys, the LeBron James, the Kevin Durant, the Kyrie Irvings. These are the players who are not the cream of the crop. They're good, but we can't expect just to put up our B team against the world anymore. So I hope we get it together because I like to be able to brag to be like, we do have the best basketball players in the world, but we got to prove it. So speaking to the NBA, let's talk about Kevin Durant. If you don't know, Kevin Durant is an NBA superstar who came over to the Golden State Warriors after years of trying to beat us. So, after getting smashed for the final time in Oklahoma City four years ago, he went with the old adage, "If you can't beat him, join him." But to his surprise, he was not embraced by the media and the fan base as the superstar savior of this team. Breaking news: The Warriors won an NBA championship before you got here. Breaking news. The Warriors have maybe the best. Regular season run of all time before you came to our team. So, no, we are not going to bow down and kiss your butt. You are great. You are good. But all the drama that you brought, man, I'm happy you're gone. And I used to be the biggest advocate for KD. People be like, oh, man, KD is going to break up the chemistry. Oh, man, KD is going to think it's all about him. Oh, man, KD is going to try to take the shine away from the Splash Brothers. But guess what? I was wrong. Everything they said he was going to try to do, he did. Everything Oklahoma City said about him being soft, they were right. Enough with the troll Kevin Durant. Breaking news coming from the go-to-state Warriors. We just got word that Sean Livingston, great backup point guard for the team, great long career in the NBA. He has retired from the NBA. We want to say thank you, Sean. You are appreciated. You are appreciated. We thank you for the work that you put in to help turn this team into a championship team. You're a legend, man, and always, always, always will be a fan favorite for the town, the Bay Area, and Warrior Nation around the country. Thank you.
0: You're listening to The Black Male Therapist on Anchor Radio. Welcome back to the show. In this final segment, we're going to talk about special education and different learning styles. As a school psychologist, I work a lot with people with learning disabilities that receive extra help in school. And a lot of my work is about helping people that are responsible for teaching these students give them the education that they need. And sometimes it requires a little bit of education and a little bit of patience and a whole lot of love. When talking about special education and 504 plans, some people often get confused. So this right here is just to give you some information. Uh, IEP is an individualized education plan. There are 13 eligible handicapping conditions that receive special education services in California. Specific learning disability is the most common. SLD is when there is a significant gap in a student's ability, conceptual or intellectual, and academic skills. This gap is due to processing deficits in conceptualization, auditory processing, visual processing, attention, phonemic awareness, and or sensory motor skills. Good students can also receive special education. Often students receive special education support, but are unclear of what their disability is or how it impacts them. Sometimes students in special education also struggle socially due to the negative stigma and limited exposure to non-disabled peers. Remember, some students with IEPs receive assistance with transportation, behavior, counseling, speech, and more in addition to receiving academic support. So these students often rely on adult support and activities not related to academic functioning. Depending on their disability, they they may not want support or know how to access support, even though it's needed. In the schools, a case manager is assigned to help these students. A 504 plan, is something a little bit different but it is also designed to help those with disabilities 504 plans are available to those with medical or mental health conditions and they need accommodations not modifications this basically means we don't have to change the work in order to get them to learn in terms of changing the content of the work we just may have to make it easier for them to access the work like giving a copy of the notes or making the work spaced out if they have a vision problem or giving extra breaks. Common in high achieving kids with anxiety or near grade level students with ADHD no case manager is assigned to assist students with 504 plans like there is with students with special education but most strategies are similar to those students with IEPs and there's often an point per, a point person like a principal or vice principal assigned to re um, retool and reassess the 504 plan common strategies that may help any student um, learn one Respect learning strengths and weaknesses. Slowing down and repeating helps. Offer additional support, extended time, and small group instruction. Breaking down assignments into smaller chunks help reduce intimidation. Some students benefit from use of technology. Use of cell phone to take pics of notes are different things that may help certain students. Remember, some students act out more when challenged, so stay out of the power struggle. Keep instructions short, three steps and clear. Students with deficits in auditory processing benefit from visual examples and modeling. Students with deficits in visual processing often benefit from someone explaining in detail what is presented visually. Preferential seating near good students near instructor, or away from distractions really help. So these are some tips and strategies to deal with students with special education, 504 plans, or students that just need help with learning in general. Hopefully, these strategies will help you or your student learn more. Um, I look forward to sharing information like this as we go throughout different podcasts, and I look forward to hearing from you. Alright, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Blackmail Therapist. I am your host, Art Harris, licensed marriage family therapist. You can follow me on Instagram at Blackmail Therapist. I look forward to hearing from you. Go on my webpage, go on Instagram, leave a message. You can go on Anchor FM, leave a message, call in, let me know. I would love to play your response on the air. Thanks again to Narissa Harris for calling in and leaving that wonderful message. I look forward to talking more with you guys about interesting topics around the country and the world i look forward to bringing you the sports update and i look forward to bringing more psycho education about important topics related to our culture our youth our people and society as a whole until next time ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free